Welcome back to Shooting Chat Podcast. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. And we welcome you back. We t- today we have such a fun episode. We want to do a deep dive into Lovecraft Country. Um, and we just want to just dive right in and talk about the show, kind of our initial thoughts about the show, and some historical references, some sci-fi references, representation, and the power of black storytelling. So I'll just start off. My initial thoughts, uh, when we first started watching the show, admittedly, I liked, I liked the fact that it was set the stage based in the Jim Crow era. And that's something I think that a lot of us are very familiar with. Um, and by the end of the first episode, and I don't want to give too much away for those people who are still watching or have yet to watch or follow, but I'll just say... It set the stage for me to feel like, okay, this is not going to be a typical black people die type of situation or frivolously die for no reason. Um, it gave me hope to think that there, the storytelling would be much deeper than the typical archetype of black storytelling. And I will admit, two, three, four episodes down the line, I got a little overwhelmed because there were so many details and so many clues and and Easter eggs and nuggets and everything in there that it felt a little overwhelming. But one thing that I found helpful is that every time I watch a new episode, I go back and I watch the show from the beginning and then everything starts to kind of fill itself in for me and I'm able to follow along. And now I'm at a point where I feel like I have a pretty firm grasp of like what's going on in the show, what the story's trying to communicate. And I'm going to hand it over to Daryl to kind of share his experience. But I will get into more specifics a little down the line. I just, this is my initial, my initial uh, thoughts about the show. Yeah, so I'll just sort of do a little brief overview of the show. Um, It is sort of, like Mary said, there's a lot going on with it. It's uh, science fiction on HBO set in the Jim Crow era. Um... The show is called Lovecraft Country. It borrows a lot from the Lovecraft, Lovecraft stories and, and and uses it sort of retell, you know, retell stories uh, sort of with, Af- you know, in African, African-American perspective. And, and, thing, and the stories actually surround around African-Americans as opposed to the traditional way where black people are sort of extras and you know we're off on the side and we often get killed first um another important distinction is that uh so hp lovecraft the original uh sort of author of the different sci-fi novels uh he was notoriously very racist yes and uh and it is sort of manifested in his in his uh science fiction and horror stories uh his is basically he was like he let the worst of his racism mix with his imagination and spill out on paper and it's like the horror that he would often write about was based on the horror that he inflicted (laughs) on black people and his his peers and and that others did at that time, and so this is sort of a reimagining. This is uh, sort of reclaiming our time, <laughs> and and getting a chance to 
to see black people in, in positions that we haven't seen them before. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Jonathan Majors, who plays sort of the lead character, and we have uh, Journey, Journey Smollett. She's, uh, she's also a lead character alongside, alongside him. Uh, there's Michael Kenneth Williams. He's a veteran with HBO. Uh, Anjanu Ellis. Um, I know I'm forgetting. Uh, Courtney B. Vance. Um, so those are some of the cast members. Uh, the story is based off the adaptation of Matt Ruff's book called Lovecraft Country that came out in 2016 and HBO adapted it and brought in Misha Green to be the black director to oversee the retelling of his book. Yes. Um, right. The story, I guess, in a nutshell, it starts with the cast. Uh, I believe it was uh, Atticus sort of getting this letter from his father. We're not. I'm not going to get into into uh, spoilers, but this letter essentially sends him and his family off on this adventure that they have no idea um, that they're that they're setting off on. Uh, the individual episodes, I don't want to say all take place in history in around uh, African American events in history, but a lot of a majority of the episodes do, and it sort of gives an opportunity to present this history that isn't presented in school um, or in any other media. Yeah, I mean, you would basically have to take a special course in college to learn some of these things um or just have parents who live through them and like in my case i grew up learning about emmett till and recently we learned about the greenwood massacre in tulsa for examples yeah i mean a lot of the a lot of the so a lot of the settings of the episodes i'll admit like i learned some of this stuff like just this year because of the racial tensions that that came forth and people just posting more about black history that hasn't been told and so a lot of that is coming out in this show here uh the nice thing about it though is that it's not you know it's not heavy because the actual history is heavy but it's more of a retelling where we see sort of black people getting these situations these Jim Crow situations but magic is also involved and science and fantasy and wonder and you know I think it it makes the storytelling palpable right right you know we're used to seeing black people sort of be led into this dead end and and lose and we have a chance now to see magic actually protects black people and to see you know to see them make it out and make it to the next episode um it's something that we haven't seen before on tv especially on uh hbo and it you know as a person of color to see yourself in these different settings it's empowering because you're constantly sort of showing yourself in these other lights right and you to finally see, you know, to see a beautiful cast and to see a lot of like action and adventure happening and good dialogue and um, 
you know, compelling uh, storytelling. Storytelling. It, it it's just wonderful to watch. It is, and I think this the most recent episode um, really made me think about Interstellar. I don't know how many people that listen to this podcast. I don't know if there's a cross section between like blurs that like watch Gravity and Martian and Interstellar and those kind of movies and that are now following Lovecraft Country, but it's this concept that time is not a construct, it's not linear, and that it's cyclical or that it's like th third dimensional, fourth dimensional, fifth dimensional. And I feel like it excites me when not only do I see an all-black cast telling a black story through the lens of the black experience, but then you can see a situation where an ancestor goes back in time and saves uh, his parents or his forefathers and then gets a chance to revisit that same moment with the adult version of his father or his grandfather to help save them from a situation. Like, that is like, that's like meta. That's like on a whole other level in, in storytelling because you don't get a chance to see time travelers or, I mean, there's an episode that makes you think about Indiana Jones and the, the Temple of Doom. And, you know, there's an episode where uh, one of the black lead actresses goes to all these different multiverses and she's like this supreme being in each universe and experiences these like just out of the world you know like it, it's just <laughs> you can't really encapsulate what it feels like as a black person when all you ever see on tv are drug dealers or slaves or servants or you know like daryl said the first person to get killed in a movie and it's not just with lovecraft country it's also with get out it's also with us it's also with Black as Fuck. It's also with all of these shows that are coming out, uh, Insecure. I mean, it's just like open season for Black theater and writing and storytelling. And it's so necessary and it's so relevant. And when you look at a movie like Black Panther, you have a Black director. You have Black writers. You have Black uh, musicians and 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 costume designers when you can see just the true ability and talent of black people behind the scene and in front of the camera it's magic it's always going to be magic it's the storytelling is unparalleled and that's how i feel about this show like representation matters and we're finally getting it and it's so good it doesn't matter if we get awards for this it doesn't matter if we get accolades we know the validation it gives us sitting in our homes watching it, we know that it's real and authentic and great. Yeah. And as you mentioned, um, time travel, black people and time travel, I mean, it's something that's hard to conceive unless you would, would even, you know, unless you saw it. And this is something that I sort of uh, realized because I was, a, I'm a, you know, sort of sci-fi geek and um, I watch Rick and Morty on uh, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. Rick and Morty is a cartoon about these sort of time travelers, uh, Rick and Morty. And they are sort of a representation of Doc Brown and Marty McFly, which were from Back to the Future, also time travelers. And so now for... Lovecraft Country, we have 
Tick and Letty. So they kind of uh, follow the same naming uh, convention. Doc and Marty, Rick and Morty, Tick and Letty. And they are time traveling. So it's, it's something that is really subtle. Like, it's hard to even dream if you don't know what to dream about. Like, who would really think about seeing themselves or putting themselves in a time traveling scenario, you know, or a multiverse scenario? Uh, I think a lot of people, we were just satisfied with time travel. And then when you see the episode and you're, it, it takes a good bill, of t a good deal of time just to even expand your mind around what's happening and then realize that, yeah, time isn't, you know, isn't the only thing and, and there, there is more than a, a universe. It's just very mind expanding and it just, you know, gives your imagination something to sort of chew on and, you know, it, it is like reignited discussions online, you know, people are uh, engaging in, in talks about, about the episodes and it's just really nice to see. It's really, it's not, there's not a lot of good stuff on TV nowadays and this is definitely the best thing on TV in, in our eyes. I think it definitely has kind of salvaged 2020 for us because it, it kind of addresses a lot of the ails and the issues that I think that all of us have been kind of suffering, watching all the issues with the police brutality and just how criminal the government is willing to be and is being. And so watching this, it, it, it's, it's that one four-letter word, I think, that a lot of us hope. It give, it, it, I think it inspires hope. Hoping that... There was a point in history where this type of television would have never been made, would have never been aired, would have this story would have never been able to be told. And so even though there are people grippling and fighting and trying to hold on to that type of raggedy past, I think this type of show shows us the evolution and the shifting that we now have a safe space to tell our stories the way we want to tell them. And that we can be more than just the caricatures that are often portrayed. We're more than that. We have depth. We have history. We're scientists. We're explorers. And I think this show just breathes life into the human, the black human experience. And if you're not watching it, obviously we recommend that you do. And join the conversation because lots of groups have been formed, as Daryl mentioned, on Facebook, on Reddit, and people are just really going deep with this. And it's a lot that I think can be gained and gathered from sharing in this type of way. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say, like, this most recent episode, so we're about to come up on the finale, which gives us, this is a good time to talk about it, but, like, uh many people don't even know about the Tulsa, you know, the Greenwood yeah. massacre. Many people don't even, don't even know about Black Wall Street. Right. This this last episode is like just a history lesson that that everybody needs. Yes. It's <laughs> gut-wrenching, but everybody needs it. And also Michael Kenneth Williams deserves a, a, an award, definitely. <laughs> you know, for for, for the, like I said, for this last episode's 
but for his full body of work. So, yeah, we're fans. Yeah, that that episode just... I mean, admittedly, I had to watch it twice in the same day, and I probably shouldn't have, because I think it just... It just kind of, like, triggered me in a way where, like, yes, I'm learning this history, and I'm seeing it, and it's visceral. And then in the other sense, it's like... I'm glad that their story was able to be woven into the fabric of that history, but the fact that that actually happened and that <laughs> everybody refers to 9-11 as the greatest atrocity to ever happen on American soil, that is far from the case. An entire town of hundreds of thousands of black people were bombed by white men. Firebombed. Firebombed by, by planes. Uh, they were bombing them from street level. People mm-hmm. were burned alive in their homes. It was gruesome. It was so utterly gruesome. But um, like I said, there was a time where this story would have never been told. Right. And so that should tell us progress has been made, that our stories have a place, and they're being received, and they're being put out there to educate the masses. So I'm hopeful in that respect. And these are American stories. Yes. Because... We, we are, are Americans. America. Absolutely. And we have rebounded. Absolutely. And there is more to come. There is more to come. So, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. We could talk about Lovecraft Country all day. We love it. We can't wait to to, to the season finale. We'll probably yeah. do a special episode for the season finale. Yes. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining us, for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe, please share, please follow, please let everyone you know to come check us out. We talk about a multitude of topics during these quarantine times. Once again, thank you so much. This is Mary. This is Daryl. And make sure you follow our Facebook page, our Instagram page. And let's let's discuss, let's talk. Let us know what you think. Absolutely. All right, guys. Take care.